Welcome everyone to the Driving Skills 101 podcast series, brought to you by the National Road Safety Foundation and Students Against Destructive Decisions. My name is Dylan Mullins and I am the SAD National Student of the Year Emeritus. I'm joined by Rick Burt, SAD's President and CEO. Rick, how are you doing? I'm great. Hey everyone in SAD Nation. Rick, what skill are we talking about today? Today we're talking about adverse weather conditions. Alright, so what, what do we mean by adverse weather conditions? Well, that's what I think is so great about this particular skill. It can mean something different for everyone depending on where in the country you're living and at one particular season. I mean, obviously there are things like ice and snow, rain. For our friends in uh, Florida, I know they have to be mindful of sand blowing on roadways. Um, there are wind gusts that take place in the, in the, uh, you know, the different parts of the country. So it really is something different. It's about being aware of your surroundings and adjusting your skills to fit the current weather conditions in which you find yourself. Okay, so I know, uh, like you just said, it, it might be difficult to, to give broad stroke skills here for all the different uh, weather conditions that someone might face, but what are some general good tips to keep in mind for you know the common ones like rain or snow? Yeah, the first thing is always be mindful of your speed. When in doubt, slow it down. Slower speeds allow you to have more reaction time. They keep you and other roadway users safe. It also allows you to react more quickly if you need to adjust your course of action or respond, like I said, by braking or slowing your speed even more. So I think slowing down is the first one. The second one is always make sure your headlights are on. Many states have laws that require you in the midst of weather conditions to have your headlights on. And I know many vehicles today automatically turn on. It's always a good idea that when you're going into any sort of adverse weather conditions to make sure that you turn those headlights on so that you can keep yourself safe. Yeah, and I'd just like to add, you know, before you even get on the road, you should make sure all those things are working properly. So turn your headlights on, make sure your windshield wipers are, are working properly because it'd be really unfortunate to get out on the road and discover that something's not working the way it should be. Absolutely right, 100%. So things like maintenance really are key in this. Not only windshield wipers, but those headlights. We also tell people, particularly in areas where you know you could hit a snowdrift and be stranded for a while, to make sure you've got an emergency kit with some food, some water, you know, a blanket in case you do find yourself um, in really deep snow. You know, I've, I've talked to some of our chapters in Wyoming before, where you know you could be driving from home to school, which could just be you know a few miles or you know a couple dozen miles, and roadways could be incredibly snowpacked or dangerous. So making sure you've got snow scrapers, and other things to make sure your vehicle is prepared before you even leave that parking spot or before you leave home is just as important. Now, Rick, on the parent side of things, how do you think parents can equip their children best to drive in these types of conditions? I think the first thing is knowing the facts. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, nearly 6,000 roadway fatalities were somehow weather-related, again, going back to a lack of skill or lack of inattention on the part of a, of a driver. And over 445,000 people were injured in weather-related crashes. So talking to your teen about these different conditions is so important. I hope folks are utilizing the toolkit that's made available through the National Road Safety Foundation and SAD, which will talk you through some great things. But being aware of when to use what, uh, what headlights. So obviously there are high beams and low beams. When you're driving into foggy conditions or other adverse weather, you wanna make sure those low beams are on. Um, what do you do if you're ever in a thunderstorm and talking through you know, the process of how to safely pull over when rain is pouring down? Uh, I know many folks in the Midwest, the Northeast, really all parts of the country, there's, there could be thunderstorms or other weather that could pop up where rain could be torrential. So that's important. Talking about hydroplaning and understanding what to do to keep uh, a firm grip on the wheel and how to keep um, their foot 
uh, off the accelerator in those moments, uh, that can be so important as well. And then again, make sure that parents and teens are talking about what should be in the vehicle, from snow scrapers to that emergency kit. Uh, you know, again, I already hit, I hit on some of these items, but things like a brush, uh, the bag of sand, a flashlight, a blanket, some food items, just in case the worst happens and they do find themselves stranded. Um, so those are all simple things that parents can do to keep themselves and their teens safe. Yeah, and I think the last thing that I'll just add to that is uh, a common theme with a lot of these skills is plan ahead. Uh, mm -hmm. Make sure that if you're traveling somewhere, you're driving somewhere, check the weather beforehand so that you're not caught off guard if a sudden rainstorm happens. Uh, I know, uh, especially in places like Florida, where rain can pop up out of nowhere and, and catch drivers off guard, it helps so much to know in advance uh, what to be prepared for. Another point, Dylan, I find it so interesting that a lot of state laws gives teens about a six-month window when they have their permit. And oftentimes, in most parts of the country, there's not a whole lot of weather that changes in that six-month period. Not always the case, but sometimes. So when I'm talking to parents, I always encourage them that before they let their teen drive in a different season of weather, if you will, that they again go back to the basics. They again make the teen, uh, you know, they ride with their teen and talk about, okay, now this is our first snowfall. I'm going to drive uh, with you to school or I'm going to ride with you to school so that, you know, we can talk about what do you do when you start to feel your wheels slip or, hey, you know what? I know it's been raining for a lot of days. There's some flooding ahead. Um, what do we do in these situations? Again, I think it goes back to, to constant coaching. You know, you wouldn't just throw your student athlete into a new situation or to a, a new type of game without having lots of experience and going through lots of different practice drills. It's the same thing when you're talking about obtaining these skills that are necessary to be a safe driver. You have to practice and practice often, and that means practicing in different environments at different times of day, because obviously driving at snow in the nighttime is very different than driving in snow during the day. All those factors really come together, so parents need to be vigilant in practicing with their teens and keeping the conversation going. It doesn't just start when a teen gets their keys. I mean, Dylan, I'm sure your parents started talking with you about some of those driving skills um, earlier on. Is that the case? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, once I got to that age, uh, right about when my parents knew that I would start to drive soon, uh, they became more conscious of the way they were driving themselves. You know, they would mm -hmm. point different things out on the road. So in this case, when it was raining, my dad would talk about hydroplaning as he was driving, just so that I could keep it in the back of my head as well for when I started driving. Yeah, that's it. You have to talk, talk often, and I think that's how you really do acquire those skills. And practice. Like I said, it's so important. I can't say that enough. Practice in all these different weather conditions. Plan ahead, and that's how everyone gets where they're going safely. Well, Rick, I think that about does it for driving in adverse weather conditions. I'd like to give a special thanks again to the National Road Safety Foundation, and until next time, drive safely.